0: Are you, Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, well hello my sweet lovers, Maratotte, and welcome to Tasso. The African Sex Show Online. I'm Lorraine Leinhardt, your host and creator of Tasso. Saving it raw and keeping it real. Keeping it real. So how about you open your mind and expand your erotic horizons. Welcome aboard to an exhilarating ride with your number one undisputed African sex goddess. Okay, that part may be wrong, but hey, join my naughty cult and connect with all my sexy people around the world. This is Tasso, rated 18 plus and definitely not for the faint-hearted. Are you ready? Are you ready? wow so the last part of my perfect vagina series and boy you do not want to miss this believe me (laughs) this is good so good i promise you it's the vagina from a black african man's view (laughs) So yeah, you definitely do not want to miss this, and I am so fortunate uh, to be talking to my guest on this episode, all the way in the United States. This is Adnan. Welcome to my kingdom.
1: I'm making a smoothie smooth around the kitchen.
0: Hi, I had to have you for this conversation. Believe it or not, it's about vaginas.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> so I had to have you because I think you know, I it's you're somebody with loads of knowledge about absolutely everything. <laughs> And uh here I am thinking wow with this conversation I'm actually going to learn a lot about vaginas from hey, man, a man. You can only
2: learn about vaginas from a woman and I'm a man that talks to women so
0: you know. Yeah, so it, I think it kind of highlights, you know, the fact that we women own vaginas but don't really know a lot about them. We, we don't really know ourselves that, that well. And we don't even have these conversations about vaginas uh, that often. So it's interesting that, you know. That's
1: true. That's true.
0: I'm now in a position where throughout this whole conversation, I'm going to be learning from a man. So basically, (laughs) a man can come out of a vagina and teach me about it.
2: (laughs) You know, I was in there for a few months,
1: I got the Lancet stuff.
0: (laughs) But anyway, yeah, we're here, and uh, I have lots of questions to ask you, but I'm practically not even going to be talking much uh, through this conversation because I just want to hear what you've got to say, and I want to hear this from a male perspective. Okay. Yeah, so first of all, what makes a vagina or a female powerful?
2: Well, in the physical sense, it's the literal... Literal, the literal mechanics of the vagina is what makes it so powerful. Is because of what it has to do, regardless mm-hmm. of of its uh, endurance. Like what it, what it, endures, dealing with like being a part of the female body. Mm-hmm. All the things we do on a daily basis affects us. Everything we eat, what we breathe in, the people we interact with, our, our sexual partners. Everything affects our bodies. And the female vagina is so complex that it's designed personally to generate. Toxins that it takes in from any physical form of contact or any kind of chemical in, intake or imbalance, it, it reacts to it for the female, mm-hmm. just, like concentrates it, concentrates it, and then goes out of its way to remove it from the body for her. It's a, it's a part of the it's, you know this immune system and excretory system working together. and Then it, it develops between uh, wastes and menstrual cycles all together for the female body it has its own it has its own way of purifying itself. It has its own way of preparing itself for when the in the heat, it has its own way of uh, of lubricating itself when it knows the female is about to be about to be penetrated. It has, it's just it's just, it's, it's just a mechanical. It's like a, a natural mechanical work of art. Honestly.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I totally uh, understand that. But uh, from a spiritual <laughs> point of view, uh, is there any certain supernatural power associated with the vagina?
2: for the spiritual aspect for anybody that studies mm-hmm. spiritual aspects the vagina is is by by affectionately by a lot of people in today's generation called the yoni mm-hmm. and it and yeah it has it's it's the it's the door of creation it's you know the gates to heaven it's it's where everything comes from so what in is the spiritual it? aspect yes, you have to understand that
0: for the right? people who are listening and not understanding what yoni means what what is that what would you say to them
2: yoni mhm it's an affectionate name for it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not versed in the what, what, origin of where the name comes from. Okay. I know it comes. I know it's close to the. I know it's close to the African title that used to be used. Uh, called you know what Nani is.
1: Mhm.
2: It's an. I know it's so close just, to that, but I. I think it's yeah. I think somebody. I think. I, I, don't quote me. Like I'm not. This isn't a fact. I'm. I'm mm-hmm. telling you what I think. I, I think Yani came from a. I came from a derivative of Nani, and it's probably closer to Indian perspective than it is to African because the Indians are very very obsessed with the Kundalini anyway, that's, that's the other spiritual name they use for a Kundalini.
0: Okay. But yeah, so it, it's,
2: yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, it's from the spiritual aspect. It's, it's, it's the gateway to life. So, because obviously that's where life comes from and it's designed in a way, uh, literally it's designed in a way where it's, it's an opening with multiple doors. You know what I'm saying? And the labia menorah and the labia majora are, are. Parts of uh, parts of the vagina that that act as doors that have to be usually have to be open in order for you to penetrate or exit. So it's it's seen as a doorway, and mm-hmm. it's respected because even in even in religions, even in religions, they, they teach you that heaven is at the foot of your mother, meaning that you need to be below her waist in order to understand what heaven is. And that's even I'm talking about in religions that they, that even shun women. They still say that in religion. So when you when you look at it in that aspect, spirituality understands that women women are, are the doorway to life. Even when you study things like uh, the other the theoretical aspects of the, what the Holy Grail actually is, some people mm-hmm. think it's a cup, but then when you do further studies and you start finding out the theoretical aspects of people that wanted to search more than what somebody's worth, they found that the Holy Grail was referring to the woman's womb because of the shape of the woman's womb. And it was compared to the cup of life, which is why they call it the Holy Grail, because the Holy Grail represents the cup of life
0: right so why is it that uh in some way the vagina is not actually like the power or what all those things that you mentioned that are special about the vagina are not necessarily uh celebrated maybe traditionally they were uh, in many ways but now it's like the power of the vagina of of uh, femininity is suppressed and women are made to believe uh you know they're inferior to men in some way, and there's a certain kind of a certain kind of guilt that we women just have for having a vagina <laughs> What do you think causes that Yeah
2: so you were asking me uh where, where where do we where did it come from that women became uh became inferior to men? Mm-hmm. And what I was saying was, well, back in uh, ancient Egyptian times, in the in the empires when when the golden age of Egypt was was in, was empowered, power, the uh, the Egyptians believed- the Egyptians believed in in you know polytheistic deities. They had gods and goddesses, uh, as we use the words today. And one of them was Osset or Ishtar or Isis, is what a lot of people affectionately call her today. Mm-hmm. And her na- her name, a lot of people don't know this, but her name means throne and okay. her name her name meant throne because a throne is in like a royal seat her name meant throne because that's what women were the pinnacle of african society because women created life so in that era in that era they revered their women as goddess like gods goddesses
1: mm-hmm.
2: at the top of the food chain whatever you want whatever you want they were the height of life because that's who you that's where you come from right that's she created Horus, who was who was the god of Everything he became the second. He can. He became. He came second in line after her, her. Her and her his father. And it was like a whole story about how they did that, which a lot of people were questioning today. But it started off that way, and then eventually, eventually somewhere somewhere along the line, uh n- n- new belief systems were introduced to where ma- male ego, male ego took over. Now, the, you you have to understand how power works. Like if if, for lack of better word, if pussy is power,
1: mm-hmm.
2: everybody wants everybody wants it. Now, granted, women hold the power physically, but if you can conquer the power, then you become powerful as well. So as men, men are naturally carnal beings. Like they think, they they, they don't think with their mind all the time or, you know, it's not always rational with men for the most part. It's it's usually impulsive because it's the same, it's the same thing as like a beast. Like you act, you, you act on your natural instinct, animal instinct type thing. Women are more Women are controlled mainly by their emotions, so women tend to dabble in their thoughts because of how the emotions affect them. And women harbor a, a larger amount of emotions than men because men aren't as emotionally uh, inclined as women are. So because of that, men may be impulsive and, or, and react off of uh, instinct before before emotion, and women may be less impulsive and react off emotion instead of instinct back in this time. Now everything is different now because people are ingesting ingesting hormones and things of that nature. So everybody's a little emotionally unstable these days. But <laughs> back, back in the, back in those days, when everybody ate naturally and everybody's body was in, it, when everybody was in the right mindset and body form, they thought this is the, this is how their minds were affected. So we so we believe, and uh, they because of that, women were revered as a smarter and more mature race. They're 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 the mature sex between the two because women. Mature faster naturally because they have to their bodies naturally have to prepare to create keep creating life Whereas men they mature physically Faster than women because they have to be able to defend life. You understand what i'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if when that's the case because they have to be able to defend life, they also develop a chemical like uh, They develop a chemical that allows that that allots them aggression and and energy in the same sense, which is the mixture of testosterone and uh and uh, uh adrenaline so when it releases these 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 chemicals in the body, it makes the man more aggressive, more physical, more impulsive, and more more likely to react on instinct rather than emotion whereas women they release pheromones i mean pheromone pheromone we all release pheromones they release a, a type of hormone this this hormone that 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 makes them overly emotional for for lack of better words and because of that women get in their thoughts when they get emotional and that's when they start thinking about everything at once. And that allows women to kind of like put things into perspective because they're thinking about it so much. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, but you
0: know, if men are sort of naturally um, made to, to protect life, to protect the, the woman, why is the feminine power intimidating or threatening in any way to men?
2: Because of the genetic glitch, there's a genetic glitch that happened in everybody. Now, what what we what what's forgotten in history and forgotten and and uh, omitted in science because of because of patriarchy is the fact that men are genetically inferior to women because of our design, our physical design. Uh, we we have a uh, okay. So technically, we we would be the exact same gender. Technically, we're the exact same gender, but there's a slight difference in our gender versus a slight difference in female gender and that 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 immediate difference comes from our chromosome change now Mm -hmm. in when it comes to chromosomes this is a science this is a science lesson for everybody when it comes to chromosomes chromosomes chromosome you can look this up if anybody wants to don't believe me you can check it out yourself but chromosome chromosomes are xx and xy right the male chromosome is xy the female chromosome is xx how you deserve, how you determine the age of a chromosome or like the uh, you know which chromosome came first the, and, and this is in the science of chromosomes is the size of the chromosome, right? So if a chromosome is large, that chromosome is the older is the older chromosome. If a chromosome is small, the chromosome is a younger chromosome. and they we're talking about in existence, not just in like current time. It's just chromosome these chromosomes are naturally larger and they're naturally larger because they're older and that just exists in life it's like in every living every living creature that that contains chromosomes are usually everything's larger so before our time everything on this planet used to be huge you understand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because that's just the natural selection thing they were big because they lived on a large planet we began we we got smaller as we started uh hindering ourselves with technology the more technologies we got the more the less muscle we needed to use and so the less muscle mass we required i.e we started to shrink but Chromosomes never changed. So until until this introduction, but the the original chromosome on the planet was the XX chromosome, which is considered which is what we today call a female. So when this fem, this female used to, this female chromosome, not specifically a woman like a humanoid woman, but this female chromosome that existed, used to procreate asexually. Now, when I say asexually, it means it did not need to be with the opposite chromosome in order to create recreate itself. It just split itself when it when it was time to re, to procreate so we know that from cells when a single cell organism is is about to die it splits itself into two so it doesn't die and then it keeps splitting itself until it, until it multiplies understood mm
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: understood understand understand that you you understand that evolution takes place when evolution only takes place when a uh when a living when a living uh creature needs to survive there's only two things that a cell does it's either make itself strong enough to survive what it's about to go through, or mm-hmm. reproduce itself so it's blood so it's uh so its uh, genetics never its DNA never dies. So that's the only two things cells do. They either procreate their cells, either multiply so it never dies off, or or it uh strengthens itself, like creates a shield, hardened shell, anything of that nature. It makes itself immune to a lot of stuff. Just whatever it does to survive, the only thing a cell does is try to survive on a regular basis, which is why your heart pumps up teen billion amounts of cells A minute to keep itself alive this is what this is just natural selection period in any living creature period this is what all cells do everywhere because that's what their chromosomes teach them to do now some somewhere in time when this chromosome was exposed to some kind of harsh environment and realized it could not defend itself so therefore it evolved to defend itself now we know that it's xx which means it's a twin chromosome so it used to produce twin chromosomes and these twin chromosomes kept producing twin chromosomes because they helped each other survive. And then once this harshness, whatever harsh environment hit this chromosome at the time, uh, affected it to the point where it couldn't survive under it, it evolved. And what it, when it evolves, it uses the level the laws of alchemy, which is what we know about today, the laws of alchemy, which is Sacrifice something in order. You have to give an equal or uh, or more or, or you have to equal exchange in order to get what you need. So therefore, it sacrificed something in order to evolve. What it sacrificed was one of its chrom- one one of its chromosomes. The reason we call them XX chromosomes is because these chromosomes, through microscope, literally look like two Xs. And then we called the new evolution an XY chromosome. But what people don't realize is this sacrifice and evolution de-evolved it in a genetic level, just to evolve it on a physical level. So we took away its ability to procreate. It lost its ability to procreate by itself, this asexual ability, mm-hmm. in order to defend itself. So now, when it kept to producing two Xs to procreate by themselves, and now it produces an X and what they call a Y. And they call it a Y because one of the Xs lost his leg. If you look at an X, if you take off one of the X's, uh, one of the X's appendages, it will look like a Y. That's why they call it an XY. It's very simple like that. So this Y chromosome produces something similar to the X chromosome without the ability that the X chromosome has, which is mammary glands, uh, it, has, it has exposed ovaries, it has enlarged clitoris, and it has a, a, a physical attributes that are, uh, that are uh, in, 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 enlarged compared to the original one. But that's in the, that's in the humanoid form and the animal form. But in the chromosome itself, the, X, the Y chromosome is, is significantly smaller than the X chromosome, which tells us that the male species didn't exist at one point. Only the female species existed. That's science. Don't so believe does, me. Check that out.
0: So does that mean, you know, this whole uh, phenomenon or miracle they call of... Uh, Adam's mul- rib? No, of um, no. multiple pregnancies, like twins and triplets and everything, where is like rare and unique now. Does it mean that in the past it was just the norm?
2: It's- at one point... All, it was only twins at one point only twins were born it was it was it was it was not it was not rare it was not a phenomenon to see people keep getting like at one point the the humans only gave birth to twins they, that's all that's all that happened and then eventually after we started diluting our bodies and destroying we destroyed our genetics and all this kind of stuff is when we started hindering ourselves one, at one point humans were giants because we took care, at one point we were way faster than normal at one point we were way stronger these people don't understand why certain mind certain uh, certain uh World structure, large structures from ancient times were built and they're trying to figure out who was strong enough to put the stuff together. Humans were way stronger. In fact, you can look at the South Sudanese. Look at the South Sudanese people in Africa. You can look at the, the, all of the tribes in, in, in South Sudan. They're all huge, naturally. Their, their, their shortest person is like 6'2". Like, that's not, it's not, it's, and that's, they're, they're considered that really, really small. Like, these people are huge and that's because they come from old, old tribes. At one point, everybody was huge. And that's a they, you can don't believe me you can check that out too you can look it up they found them in asia they found them in africa south america there's giants everywhere at one point we were all completely different we were all acclimated to the to the world look at look at the look at the bugs in the in the in the ancient animals we find today the fossils stuff like that they're all huge And then we got little versions of them now little scorpions little spiders, blah blah blah, little fish but then you go back in time and you can see the fossils of the animals that existed before they were all giant versions of each other we got the oldest turtle in the world the oldest tortoise in the world is like the size of my house Like it doesn't make sense. like these animals, everything that existed on the planet at one point was huge because they were eating better and they their size was required. They nature devolved their size just to make them survive more on the planet because it made it easier. It's like it's just evolution and stuff like that. But the reason back on topic, the reason the power change struggle happened because men developed egos in this defense process that they were designed for. Naturally, they were designed. To defend the X, the Y chromosome was designed to defend the X chromosome,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and it, that's why it was just made like a brute. It was a brute, a brute creature that came out of the female. It was like the female created stuff. Like imagine giving birth to two girls all the time, and then eventually you gave birth to a girl and a a brute version of the girl that seemed a little bigger and a little more aggressive. That's because that one was the warrior that you design now in order to defend yourself in this world that was harsh against you, you understand? Your environment changed to, to the point where you now have like a natural predator of some sort. So the only way you could do that is to, develop, is to evolve yourself in order to defend yourself from the predator. So what they did was they sacrificed one of their chromosomes to become brute. Now this chromosome won't be able to procre- procreate, but it will be brute. And then they they evolved again to the point where they needed each other because they defend each other so much and eventually their their, their genitalia had to had like their bodies change in order for them to procreate. Uh, the male eventually got to a, a I want to use the word civilized form as far as minds are concerned because it was less it was less uh, instinctive and more uh, reactive. So they men got to a point where they you know we developed civilization and things of that nature. And once we developed civilization, leadership was concerned. Leadership had to be established in order to control what we what we nowadays call tribal tribal laws. So when that came, women ruled the ruled the tribes. And as women ruled the tribes, they, we, men defended it, but because of women, women's emotions and things of that nature, men became men, developed their own level of emotion from being around them. If you spend too much time around a woman, there's a lot of people, most people uh, grow up as empaths. So if you're an empath, you're going to pick up the emotions of others. So because of that, it's just an, it's an energy thing. So because of that, Eventually men developed the emotions of women from being around them so much because we defend them and then once they did that they started thinking More than they then reacting instinctively So doing that they developed what they developed what we call an ego the ego started out with them going wait If I'm the stronger one, why is she in charge?
0: Okay, yeah makes sense. You
2: see what you see where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm I'm stronger. I'm the one that defends this place. Why is she in charge? And then they get out of irrational thought process. Out of the irrational thought process is she's in charge because she creates. She's dictating. The reason there's no war on this planet is because she was dictating.
0: So do men naturally fight against their own feminine side?
2: Yeah. Men men try to suppress their their feminine side because obviously we live in a world today where people are called gay for sneezing. So men are very very insecure about about uh, other people's belief and you know everybody everybody's worried about what people other people think. So it, it it's kind of it's corny but <laughs> it is what it is. That's how men are. That's how people are in general. It's just like you, the littlest thing you do and you're gay. So everybody's afraid of being called gay. <laughs>
0: So they like okay for taking talking in sexual terms. Where mm-hmm. did the whole power struggle thing come into like uh, sex? Where you know the man feels they have to be the dominant one, uh, or even women may actually also want the men to be dominant. Uh, where you know where did the whole power struggle thing come from? What, what do you right,
2: think so about that? In a in human terms, like as, as civilized humans, uh, it could be, it could be seen, it, it can't be, I could say it's not the man's fault that they developed this mindset,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: it was because it was facilitated based off of creating, it, it come and this is from my experience and in, in being a, like a soldier and understanding like being when you're facilitated in, in an environment that only requires you to be a soldier you develop, your testosterone like skyrockets, period. Like you can't help it. Like everything is just who, who rock, like you're just a super soldier all the time because you're in that environment. I was in that environment. I'm around war, guns, tanks, bunch of big dudes. We're all in the gym, just throwing weights around, just being men, extra beer everywhere, just all kinds of unnecessary manly ridiculousness. And because of that, we our testosterone skyrockets. when our testosterone skyrockets, we get really 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 aggressive and extra so that makes us want to in uh it, it wants to exert the energy like the, you build up energy like that like letting the, t- the testosterone level skyrocket it makes you build up energy when you and then when you when your adrenaline skyrockets it builds up more energy in the body and the body can only handle with so much energy built up it's a pent-up energy thing so it releases and, and when it releases, it, if it builds up too much, the release can be catastrophic, for lack of better words. And that makes you react to random stuff in certain ways. That's why you're seeing a dude when he's lifting weights in the gym and he throws the weights because he can't help it. Like he's like, ah! Oh, you hear people screaming and stuff in the gym. That's them trying to release the energy that they just built up from doing all building our testosterone. When you exert that in like the, the form of like relationships with women, women, women naturally uh, turn us on. Right? They turn us on. They can't help it. Like, they're seductive. Everything about a woman is seductive. She, she, the, the more attractive, the more pheromone she releases. And more pheromone she releases, the more people don't know this, but pheromone is a, it's a chemical that gives off a scent that we don't realize we can smell. It, it's like that's how faint it is. We don't realize we can smell it, but it has a, an extreme effect on us. So, like, it's so strong. Like, there's certain women that could walk down the street and she could be a, half a mile away and we'll still know she's down there because we can't help it. She's giving off that much pheromone. So when, we, when she does that, her pheromone can activate our testosterone because as, as far as we know,
0: is that digital too <laughs> is it,
2: it might be, look it's like that it's really like that you have you'd be surprised like granted <laughs> no through the phone you might not smell test uh pheromone but you can get the energy from a person that that's that's that could be mental it's mental when it's when it's like non-physical when you're not in a physical space with each other mental mm. a mental attraction is a, another form of effect that we have on each other which is why they call women seductive because we we want to attract them it's a, it's an, it's like a it's a mating rituals we do mating rituals just like any other animal on the planet mating rituals we sh- men show off like look at gorillas when they see the women they want they start beating their chest they want to punch the ground climb trees scream do all kinds of stuff cuz you want to look like the toughest <laughs> man just on the sounds planet sounds
0: like half the men on instagram that's
2: exactly <laughs> it. everybody wants to be the toughest biggest buffest handsomest big beard all time we want to be the we want to be the man Just because we just want them to look. We do everything because we want a woman to look at us. Just look at me.
1: And Mm -hmm. women
2: do the exact same thing, but it's a little bit easier for them because we're just that much more simple than they are. We're simple. Who is it?
0: Mm -hmm.
2: We're that much more
1: simple than they are.
0: So, Would you say that the whole uh, suppression of uh, the female uh, power has probably quite a bit to do with uh, men's... uh, failure to control their own power
2: definitely it's uh you have uh we like people okay so life for like to keep it practical life is more it's a a bit more simple than people realize if you play your part everything can roll smoothly but people people want to play every other everybody else's part people can't accept the fact that they are they are meant to be what they are so they try to be other things and that's me speaking simply, but like when it comes to just man and woman, it's like you just play, you just do your job. You don't. It's not about power. It's about it's about doing your job as, if because of your existence. Like you exist for this. People can't accept the reason for their existence in its practicality. the 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 best the best lesson in life you could learn is to understand that it's not about you. You're trying to preserve your existence, period. And the only way you can do that is with a woman and this is from a man's perspective the only way we can preserve our existence is with our women so you want to do everything in your power to keep your women healthy happy and and safe and men don't realize that because they uh they 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 come they we have we have ego and a power struggle and that confuses us so we we fight for it So, because of that, because we fight for it, because we fight for it, we uh, it it in our mind, we've, it's everything. Like I told you, everything's a game. So, so because it's a game to us, like everything's a game to us, we we got strategic with the world. Now, like I said, that came with the power itself. Like lo, no, no, realizing that meeting something that has more power than you, and you ha, and you develop an ego, you. Your initial reaction is to figure out how to either get the same power as it to overpower or overpower itself so it can't have any power anymore and then I have the power. That's just that's just how it works when you think the way you think as a man. So we we come into a place and we have to figure out how to dominate it because we have an alpha male standard that we live by. So Mm -hmm. living by an alpha male standard means any male, any other male in the vicinity needs to acknowledge me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's how you become an alpha male. When other males... Not when women acknowledge you. Alpha males are alpha males because the other males acknowledge that this man has power. So alpha males meet each other and then one of them has to be the best. So they flex until one of them is the best and the other one is either dead or (laughs) accepting of the fact that he's the best. And then that's how you become an alpha male. So you can see it in men. You could go to the club. Go to a club. Go to any place where people gather as groups and just watch the men in the area. You can see how they all react to each other. There's types of alpha males. There's an alpha male that comes in and, rec- and needs it on the spot, and there's alpha males that come in and they acknowledge each other as alpha males and go, you got it, bro." And you say, yeah, so do you. And then y'all just be yourselves because it's a function or something of that nature. But when it comes to like a like a game or like a, like a like you know, to a house party when we was young, or like you could see it in the men. You go to school, you see the boys in school, how they act in school when we was kids. And you could, see the, you could see the ones that were going to become alpha males when they were older. They're the ones that, they went out their way to dress the best. They went out their way to, like, some of them fought all the time. Some of them, the alpha male complex come from the ones that become bullies, et cetera, et cetera.
0: So what's the, the female equivalent uh, to an alpha male? Because we, we alpha, also Alpha do... females.
2: They have alpha females.
0: Yeah, because you have a. Uh, uh... Obviously, females who also like are constantly competing with other females, whether mm-hmm. it be it uh, their seductive power or whatever. Especially that's
2: the that's the today in this that the the head bitch in charge or like the bad the bad bitch <laughs> that mm-hmm. you want to be. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
0: The, how how you Yeah, you got be. those. Well, yeah. that,
2: that's women. See, when it comes to women, like it's a little from uh, this is coming from a man though, but it's a little more catty than men. It's like uh, women aren't like going out their way to fight each other to prove themselves, though. Like women are just, women are just mm, like. Are uh, you sure every, about that? N- <laughs> nah, they're not. They're not going out their way. Like women aren't going out of their way to fight each other. I'm talking about like a man will walk in a room and try to fight another man just to show that he's a man. Women don't do that. Women are just walk in a room and give you. Give you <laughs> women are psychologically fuck with each other just to just to prove. Like they'll you know they'll try to hurt each other's feelings type shit. Like they do because women are, like it's like that with women. They're, Like you you won't, you won't walk into a party and the first thing a girl do is walk over and punch a girl in the face like that. It don't work that way. Girls come in a room and they start start talking about each other or they'll say stuff just to make you look stupid. Like girls fuck with each other mentally. Men don't naturally do that. Men come in a room and flex, like, cause we live, we move off testosterone. Y'all move off of hormones, like emotional uh,
1: Mm -hmm. chemicals.
2: So it's like, it's different. So now it might, now I'm saying it won't, it might not get to that. Some women might become catty and next thing you know, boom, there's a fight. But at that point. You're not even you're not even an alpha female anymore now because everybody's just looking at you like look at this this bullshit. but that's how the world works because we live in a patriarchal societies on this side of the planet at least but so
0: wh- what would you say causes you know there's uh certain guilt that i was talking about w- that women have just for having a vagina or just for being female uh like you know I think you, you must have mentioned this to me once about, you know, the whole uh, message you get from, say, the Adam and Eve story where whatever happens really was caused by a woman, according to the story. She yeah. persuaded Adam to, to have this forbidden fruit. So does that because obviously I I don't know I always see the the Adam and Eve story as as sexual it's a sex story for for me the, the right, for, forbidden right. fruit is sex <laughs> right that's right. how I Adam, understand. Eve it. took
2: Adam's virginity and, and God got pissed off.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I I I don't sort yeah. of see it literal as like there was a, well, a
2: fruit. Yeah, you like S- uh, you know for disclaimers I respect everybody's belief systems whether religious or not spiritual or not. Uh-huh. I, I study a lot though, so I'm one of those people that study and and when I study, I kind of like delve into it from multiple aspects. One of the aspects I do delve into is some theoretical and non literal so when you re- when you look at things that non literal sometimes it makes a way more sense than if you were try to take it literally because if you were to take the story of Adam and Eve literally, it wouldn't make sense and then if you know how to read if you know how to read the actual documents and the languages that they're written in then you learn a lot more than you realized in reading it in like the King James version or. Any other Mm. version of that nature, so I've read them all. Uh, The Adam and Eve story. Well, yeah, I think like stories like that.
0: They kind of it's it's
2: definitely metaphorical.
0: Yeah, but I think uh, they actually also carry a very uh, negative message because they are saying that okay, if sex is bad or if it's done against the will of God, then Mm. a woman is to blame Mm -hmm. for it.
2: So if you're looking at it from the sexual aspect and then you're incorporating it with the religious, with mm. its religious story, it sa se- it seems like it was set up to say that women created sin. That's what it comes yeah, out as. Yeah, basically. So that's obviously ridiculous because if you look at the setting in itself, it would seem like the entire, the entire interaction was a setup. If you follow the story, it looks like the entire interaction was a setup just to say so, because if... In, in the case of an infinite being or a perfect being creating a, a man and a woman and putting them in a, gar, in a perfect garden and then for some odd reason, the, the infinite being decided they wanted to place a forbidden fruit in this perfect garden and then out of, in this entire perfect garden, the only thing you couldn't do was touch this forbidden fruit. Honestly, exactly why is there a forbidden fruit in this perfect garden is the real question. Why is that there? Yeah, For For if the garden if, is
0: perfect already, why did they need to it? What is the
2: point of this forbidden fruit? Why is there one fruit there that I can't touch? Like, what is that? And then if the female out of all were, co- were coerced into touching it by a, a serpent of some sort or a whisper or a trickster, whatever they want to call it in whatever language they speak, if this, if this female, if, if the female was near the tree of the forbidden fruit and out of nowhere, some random creature decides, hey, you should get that. And she decides to listen, First of all, it's a it's a perfect garden, and it was obviously created by an, a perfect being. Why is this random being in here able to coerce your creation? What's going on in this entire story? Completely, period. That's a question in itself. What's going on in the story where I'm perfect? I created something perfect, and something fucked my perfect shit up. Yeah. that doesn't make none. Of it, it's just it doesn't add up. But if you look at that's me looking at it from a practical standpoint. If I'm looking at it from a theoretical aspect, or from a non-literal aspect metaphorical aspect it looks like somebody put a story together to blame women for something like (laughs) that's what it looks like that's actually what it looks like so if we look at it from a sexual aspect because it pops up in it pops up in the rest of the rules and religion today that follows that judaic that judaic story islam christianity hebrew hebrew hebrews they 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 blame women it's it's a it's they're all patriarchal religions, right? These specific Judaic religions are patriarchal based, right? The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, etc. Cetera, et cetera. God, God is the Father, all of that stuff, right? It follows patriarchal beliefs. And then it seems like because it follows the patriarchal beliefs, meaning the man is the pinnacle of life and women comes from man, which is not genetically possible, but we're gonna go with how they think because of that, they're saying that they're blaming women for their lack of self-control when it comes to lust.
1: Mm-hmm. so yeah because i mean that it's, it's happens
0: even, fault. even today like uh in cases of sexual violence and rape you know a woman can still be blamed for that say oh she wore a very short skirt how does yeah exactly how does thing. she
2: dress this not a third this is this that come that shit is crazy like there's no obviously there's no there's no reason there's no there's nothing that can justify rape mm-hmm. in its in its intention like if like if if you rape the woman I don't care, if, I don't, like, if, like, nobody knows, like, not everybody knows the circumstance of any situation, and, and that's why I become, they try to turn it into a black and white situation, because it's like, well, did he rape her, or did she decide she ain't wanted it in the middle, or was she wearing something that, like, convinced him that it, it was necessary, like, all that extra shit that you put in the middle of it, nobody really wants to hear it, because at the end of the day, you, like, th- th- now you're in this situation, now she's saying you raped her, you know what I'm saying, not, not granted, I'm not acting like there aren't women that lie, but there are. I've seen it. There are women that lie about it because they know they can.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But for the sake of for the sake of, of of actual rape victims, for the sake of actual rape victims, there's nothing you can do to make to, to it's it, it's it's protected by the patriarchal society. Like the, the the man in this in this in those situations, the man is usually protected by this patriarchal belief system that they've created, and it's because it's because lust was turned into a sin. And it's the it's the sin is literally the lust of man, and then they blame it on the women that the man lusted. and then you can see it in their behaviors from their rules and their religious rules and stuff like all the religious rules, whether it's whether it's Christian law, Sharia law, Hebrew mm-hmm. Hebrew doctrines, they 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 blame the woman for the reason the man reacts. He said the, they call the women seductive and and. They have like demons. They they have demons dedicated to the behaviors of them. Like if this woman is like this, it's because she's possessed by like a succubus, or in a male, in a male becomes an incubus. And they have like all this stuff. And it's like, no, he's he's just horny. He's horny. The nigga's horny. It's not it's not her fault.
0: She, maybe, she's a woman. It's, it's natural maybe for him it's, to be horny. It's like uh, the whole uh, power struggle I was talking about earlier. Because um, you find that like sometimes even married couples like married loving couples you you can hear a man say that oh yeah um i had a an argument with my wife and then to shut her up i just had to fuck her fuck her really hard you know basically to show her i'm the man you know that whole that's
2: that's that has a variable based on the type of relationship they have like you know it it, it depends on the type of relationship the, the husband and wife have that, that might be an actual thing like his wife might be like that like i, I yeah I, but in if, in any case it's the same as saying like like I've seen the question, like, is it, is it possible to rape your wife? And I'm well, just like, course, yeah, yes.
1: um, yeah, you can,
2: you can rape your wife. Cause it's not, she's not obligated to do anything for you. unless see now you got legal, you got legal things that, that have been created by men. You understand that? Like there's legal, there's legal clauses mm-hmm. that state certain things in certain places that state that a woman is obligated to do certain things for a man because she's married to him, but natural law states nothing other than follow natural law if if something doesn't want you if something doesn't want you to do it and you do it then That's you're going criminal. against its nature yeah, yeah. it's criminal it's in natural law if you follow natural law man like man-made laws
0: they're
2: they're they're see I, this is they're made yeah they're designed to 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 uh cater to this to the maker Man made laws are designed to cater to the maker. And you know how you know that? Because every law, it's open. Every single law has a clause. Every law has a clause. And that's like the most ridiculous thing in the world. If you look at a law that says, thou shalt not kill,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then you look under the thou shalt not kill law, and it's like, unless this, that, and the third, then the law is the, the void. <laughs> it, it, like, what would you create the law for if, it's, if you're going to have something that says, well, you can kill, but this? You know what I'm saying? Like you, mm-hmm. you can't put a clause in, a, you can't create a law that says you can't do this period unless this happens. Now you create a clause. And the reason they do this is because the reason they create clauses <laughs> on laws is because it has to cater it to a person for the sake of how they feel at the time. Like laws have evolved at the, laws evolve, which is why there's so many of them now. You, I swear you can look up, you can go on YouTube or Google right now and type in world's craziest laws and then looking your specific area that you live in for the laws that exist you're going to see crazy stuff there's laws in America where it's like it's illegal to have a vanilla ice cream cone in your pocket on a Sunday like they have stuff like that. that's less a real law that's a real life law <laughs> do, you
1: think, it, do you think
0: do yeah. think that it's it is possible for women to exercise or embrace their own feminine power without uh, challenging uh, masculinity
2: well, you're saying without, it's not, not intentionally, yeah, but like a challenge, a challenge against someone else is based off of how that other person automatically feels. And most men, well, I'm no, uh,
0: from where I stand, a lot of women are really scared uh, to embrace uh, their femininity or, or even like, right.
2: Because they live in a patriarchal society. So it's yeah, dangerous. For
0: them. Because obviously uh, Fem- when they become you see more the feminists. Yeah, like when they become more self-aware and uh, self-loving and all that, somehow it threatens
2: everybody Uh, else. Yeah, yeah. I understand. That's that's what everything, it's not just women. I'm not taking it away from women, but I'm saying that's not what women, it's just what everything. Look at black people today. Like when black people, black people are embracing, like, (laughs) look Mm -hmm. at, I'll give you a perfect example. The the Black Panther movie is about to come out, Marvel Black Panther. Mm Mm-hmm. And and literally it has it, it's been being promoted for like the past two months, and it's done, even in the past two months it's it's like the highest rating it's the highest rating and highest selling Marvel movie that's ever come out, and Marvel mm-hmm. has like a like thirteen movies out right now, and they're all they're all critically acclaimed movies, Avengers, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, all that stuff it's, they're all critically acclaimed movies, and they've all done very well in the box office. Black Panther hasn't come out yet, and it's the highest selling one to this point. You know why? Because black people have been waiting for it, right now, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with the fact that black people are happy that there's a black superhero. That's why they made a black superhero to, to please black people, you know, because all they have is white superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. But they waited this long to make the black superhero movie, and it's fine. we We were patient, we liked all the other movies. I'm a black man and I'm an African man at that, and I'm very, very proud of the fact that they put out the Black Panther, and I'm very very I'm a big fan of all the other Marvel movies now. What I did see in the news was white people were complaining about the Black Panther, saying that they, feel, they don't feel like they were involved. Like, they feel they feel like they're being excluded because of this movie. Listen, man. <laughs> listen, listen, man. This don't make no sense that people react this way. You got 13 other movies dedicated to you, and we can't have one? Mm-hmm. Not one. Just one. There's no other. What? They're not putting nothing else out for us. Just Black Panther. You got 13, 14 other movies in this plan, And you got more coming out. They got more coming out. And they're about to be critically acclaimed, too. They're probably not going to do as much as Black Panther because ain't that many black people that can watch it. But... It's still. It's man, a shame like,
0: that it's rated twelve, eh? Um, listen, man. I wanted to take my son to it, but he's not quite twelve yet.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not old enough for that. But you can catch him on a bootleg. It's, it's, that movie's about to be. It's, I'm pretty sure the movie's not inappropriate for the child. They're just doing what they have to do because. Of, I like, do Can I remind
0: one. you that you're actually on the show? <laughs> We're going to get jailed for even talking about bootlegging. Right, they're about to get
2: me, man. But I'm about to be at that movie, though. I'm going to be at the movie right tomorrow. That's, that's tomorrow. Hey, man, this on the show. Everybody go see Black Panther. It's going to be a beautiful movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God. But, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I'm the, I mean, the reason why I started this episode is uh, obviously to talk about how women can reclaim their... Vaginas, their sexuality, their power, and be confident and comfortable with it. Without and they should, they should, you know, without fear of intimidating or challenging or whatever.
2: Because it's seen as an object now, and mm-hmm. I was like, I remember we were talking about it before. I was telling you that, like, when when you look at the power struggle between man and woman, even though it's, it's sad that there is a power struggle, there is, and that's because the male wants to rule, and. And I don't think when okay. I see it, and, and this is from my personal, this is my personal opinion, but it's uh, it's kind of fact. The male males ruling the world it hasn't been it hasn't been going the wrong right way. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not really working out. We've been at war. I'm talking about, and I'm, an Amer- I'm in America. So
1: mm-hmm. in
2: America, America has been at war since since its inception. Literally, we're still at war now. I think I think if we were going to have a female president in America, it would have to start with a white woman just for the sake of putting a female in the office. And then they would have to see how it happens with the white woman in office. And then eventually we'd have to transition because we live in that kind of society where we live in America, we live in that kind of society where people are trying to hide their prejudice and racism. But ultimately we understand that certain things take steps and like just throwing a black woman in office and she's the most disrespected creature on the planet, which is crazy because she's the most powerful female on the planet. Naturally
0: explain that part to me
2: what powerful females
0: no no black as uh black women being uh the powerful females in the planet what 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 about them because black women
2: because black women are the aboriginals like they're the they're the original they're the original humanoid creatures on this planet based off based off of science they harbor what's called a well the science the scientists have a affectionate term for it called the called the god gene you can look that up too
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: called a god gene but uh we have a strand in our body and the the women african african women of african descent harbor what's called the mitochondrial dna now white women also have a mitochondrial dna but it's not it's not as developed as a black woman because it's not as it's 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 younger the the black women th- this is where the term the black women could create any other any other like a uh, form of people, like a, a, like the, the blackest woman in the world could create a light skinned baby if she wanted to based off of her mitochondria DNA. The mitochondria DNA is kind of like Noah's Ark. Like she can harbor genetics from the male she taken uh, when she's trying to give birth and she would give birth to this proper, she would give birth to that person's DNA in its full form. Now, if you fuse with another female who doesn't harbor the proper mitochondria DNA, i.e. white women or or, or women that were uh Exposed to the Rh negative genes, or Rh one, all that stuff, the the chemical area of that stuff is, uh, they won't develop things properly. Like they won't give birth. Like I could have, I could give, I could, I could procreate with a black woman that harbors a mitochondrial DNA, and my child would come out like me and her. But they was, you know, like we would, our genes would would prosper. But if I went and had sex with like a white woman who doesn't harbor the proper mitochondrial DNA, she won't give birth to me. She won't recreate me because it's not natural to to for me to procreate with her so she'll create like a hybrid that may or may not have some of my qualities you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. but if i but that's that that's a genetic thing that people don't pay attention to because nowadays we don't really care about everybody thinks with their heart or you know there's and more and they have they all have moral aspects in their lives so they live by their own laws that they created that they think is cool like yeah it's not about it's not about color it's not about
1: Yeah, I always felt,
0: you know, if you feel
2: good, like it's not okay.
0: Like in modern day racism, Mm -hmm. I always uh, felt that it was a lot harsher towards a black woman than it is towards a black man.
2: Right, because they're afraid of them. They're afraid of black women. Black women, black women are where black men come from. So you could destroy as many Mm -hmm. black men as you want. As long as black women exist, black men will keep coming. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. that's Yeah, you can take a white man and he can have sex with a black woman, she's going to make a black baby. You
1: mm-hmm. what I'm
2: saying? That, because that's how it works. It's, she's the holy grail. Like That's where it comes. That's where we come from. These, these, these big black men that they're all afraid of, we come from them. Y'all fucked up. That's the factory. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah. attacking us. You can keep attacking us all you want, but black dudes are going to keep coming out of that no matter who's in there. <laughs> that's nice. how that works. You're not about to make a white baby out of a black woman. There's nobody... There's no white man has ever had sex with a black woman and made a blonde hair, blue eyed white kid. I promise you. <laughs> Look it up. Don't believe me? Check it out. Black black babies. But come I'm, a black I've had about period. black
0: women giving birth to white seen, babies. No, you've
2: seen them give birth. you seen, seen them give birth to albino babies. You've never seen them give birth to a white baby. A black I woman has never I've given birth a white baby. I have seen a
0: story. You know, where nah, a woman yeah, had- You said
2: it to me. No, you send they it had. I will. Well, I definitely send will. Uh, this woman had
0: twins. Gave birth to twins, and one was black, and one was white.
2: I guarantee that's not. uh, no, I know what you're talking about. That's not true. They were adopted. That's not true. I saw that. That's not true. You tried it though. Good job. You gave it a shot. I saw that. I saw that article. They they tried to say the girls was twins. That girl, that little white girl, was white as fuck. That was not nobody's kid. I promise you. There's there's no genetic proof.
0: Before we run out of time, there's another question I wanted to ask you. um, Like from a male point of view uh why do you how do you feel about women or mothers discussing openly talking about the vagina or the female body with their sons
2: you should definitely teach your child about your, especially your boy because it makes yeah. it easier for him to deal with it once he's about to go through it, through it when he enters his mature stage you understand
1: mm-hmm. so
2: maturity like you know the birds and the bees talk is some that's like some as, a,
1: as a
0: kid would you have felt really uncomfortable uh talking to your mother yeah or-
2: definitely i'm a you know especially living in a society like this i was like ma what are you talking about right now but <laughs> i was also raised in a house where everything was sexually like, and like I, we come from a culture where they kind of like Infuse information in us in a way where it's easier for us as children to understand like they know how to teach our children They don't just walk up to let me talk to you about vaginas and I'm over here seven years old like wait what? <laughs> like that's not how they talk to us about it. They they know how to teach your children Right know mm. how to teach your children don't walk to your kid and talk to him the same way You would talk to a 21 year old like that's he's not a 21 year old. I'm saying his mind isn't that developed as far as a, a Comprehension is concerned. So you what my father used to teach us. He said if you fully understand something, you would be able to teach it to a five-year-old, which means you if you have the full grasp of this level of knowledge
1: mm-hmm. of whatever
2: topic you're talking about, you could dumb it down, for lack of better words, or you could mm, manipulate the curriculum yeah. of teaching. You could create a curriculum in itself about that topic to teach it to a child where a, t- a five-year-old can understand it and then tell it back to you. So that's how you know whether or not you really, really understand it and overstand something. You talk to a five-year-old about it, if that five-year-old can't regurgitate it the way you taught it and make sense, then that means you don't really understand it yourself. You see what I'm saying? hmm So that's how they used to teach us as kids. They taught us as kids the way a child needs to be taught because we're children. You see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Do men actually concern themselves with uh, sizes of vaginas? Is it, is it a yeah. thing that they think about or talk about? or
2: Yeah, when well, you like, preference. Uh, a sexual preference, right?
0: Yeah, but is it like a big deal to men, or is it just something that they don't really worry much about?
2: It's the same with anything else that feels good to you. It's you base it off of what you think feels good to you. You don't want to. I mean, you you know, when when it if, if you're talking about sex, when it comes to dealing with a woman
1: mm-hmm. and
2: the size of vagina, it's based off of the size of your dick as well. It's like I don't want to have like I might I might have like a really thin dick and she might have a really wide vagina and then that's the place that we just have no business being together Uh, you know I might have maybe I have like a really thick dick and she might have like a really small vagina and it might not fit and now we just can't really have sex period like it's like obviously guys don't so when we talk about it in practical terms guys talk about this is me talking about as a as a man how men talk amongst each other when we you know when we're chilling with men and talking about vagina we nobody men men go i don't want a loose pussy that's what they say they don't want their, they don't want they don't want to fuck a girl that got a loose pussy meaning it it's too roomy in there for them to where they can't really feel any kind of like grip on their penis now some men say they want really really tight vaginas and it's just like okay if you say so and then some men have other have other preferences like i personally i personally don't want like a super tight vagina because i've had that before and it wasn't really really attractive it was Kind of, it hurt, kind of, to be honest with you. And it's like, I, I'm really not trying to sit here and fuck a keyhole. You know what I'm saying? I, I want, I want like a, I like, I'm, I prefer more of like a snug fit, you know, something that slides in comfortably and, you know, ha, you, know it, you know, it feels like, it feels like, you know, it feels like it, it's catering to me personally. Like, that I like that feeling. And you know but like some people act like you know i don't know you know i don't know i don't know how men think when it comes that de- in that depth of it but me personally that's what i prefer i don't want i'm not really a fan of like i'm not trying to f- have sex with a virgin all the time like that shit's fucking corny i don't know if anybody else has ever taken a virginity but taking virginities aren't like a a, a thing like, do you, like i would want like it's just like i've taken a virginity before it wasn't the, it wasn't fun it was just like all right guys you know, you got to yes, be patient and so all
0: that shit. Yeah. The, the whole craze about uh, vaginal tightening and cosmetic surgery and all that. So it, it is valid, really, because I.
2: So, and and, and uh, I mean, to an extent, probably. But I know like certain women that get their like the, the vagina rejuvenation thing are probably like women that had a bunch of kids
1: mm-hmm. and
2: stuff like that. And they probably are under the you know, they're probably under the impression that. Like, you know, that it comes from the term she doesn't have any walls anymore. Like, she don't got no walls. She wants to get her walls back, et cetera. She wants to, she wants her vagina to be snug and fit. Like, I don't, I'm pretty sure she don't want to have like her teenage virgin pussy back, but I'm pretty sure she wants something worth feeling, you know, because there are women that have like a bunch of kids and then their vagina is just like stretched out and they didn't do those Kegel exercises that everybody told them to do. So it just stays stretched out. Like, I've been, I've, 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 I've had sex with women like that before and like i'm talking about you could you probably fit a fist in them and it's just like all right yeah my dick's not as thick as a fist but i mean the only reason she would enjoy it is because of length if anything but you got to be realistic with yourself it's just like i mean if you learn the female body then even in that sense you can still learn how to please a woman but still it's just we're talking about we're just talking about preference at this point it has nothing to do with like what's It's not it's not a necessity of any sort. It's just preference. It's like sexual preference because it still works the way it's supposed to work. No matter what size it is. It does what it has to do. It's just y'all talking about sexual preference. Like, I don't maybe I have a I might have a big dick, but it might not be big enough for her. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. like if we're together and I can't please her because she's had nine children and her shit stretched all the way out. And my dick just ain't thick enough to fill a stretched out pussy. It's not my fault. And it ain't her fault either. She had a bunch of kids, so I can't blame her. But she never did, you know, she's not going out her way to do surgery because, you know, maybe she don't believe in surgery, but y'all either going to compromise with each other or she going to have to fucking go find a nigga with a thicker dick. I don't know. But that's for your sexual pleasure. Or we can figure it out from there. It depends on y'all as a people. Like, that's not a that's not a I don't think that's a really big deal. Mm. at all honestly. yeah that's, that's basically that's really what i'm deal.
0: trying to to figure out is it really much of a big deal like um, should women be freaking out and worrying? Yeah, they're going
2: to it anyway because that's a self-conscious thing you can't mm. help self-consciousness everybody has a, some level of self-conscious that messes with them like a woman as you know a woman with a wide set vagina might you know she might have met one she might have had one dude one time that literally had no problem with it and then she was fine and then she maybe that didn't work out and she ended up with another dude and he was just like, "Damn, girl." Like, where your walls at? And that shit fucked her up. And you know how women are. They get emotional. And she's like, damn, is my pussy too wide? Like, I'm hanging out. And then, next you know, she started thinking too much about it. And then, boom, she's trying to figure out. She's not. She stops. She stops thinking about herself. She's trying to figure out how to please the next man. And it's just like, you know, look, man, go, you know, go take care of yourself. Like, if you if 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 he ain't, I don't know, if he ain't enough, get two dicks. I don't fucking know. Whatever works for you. But <laughs> it just make it work. But, I mean, if you're, if you're fine with getting the, the surgeries and stuff like that, get the surgery. Or if you want to do the Kegel exercises hoping to tighten it up, do the Kegel exercises. But don't make it – don't, you know, stress yourself over all of that stuff because that's just – it's just carnal desires. You know what I'm saying? That's just personal preference. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, no matter what you think, there's a dude out there for you. I promise you. There's a dude out there with a, with a big enough dick or a small enough dick to fill you up. I promise you. There's somebody out there for it, everybody. That's real life. Naturally, there's somebody out there for everybody, no matter what. Somebody got you. I I've I seen it. Trust me.
0: Mm, so, what about you know the 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 look, the beauty of uh, <laughs> vagina and everything? Are Are there any standards uh, like you know how they have about the female body, like it has to look this yeah. way and all that? Uh, are there yeah. any standards with the look, like it has to have? big labia or yeah, yeah I know. There's like a, in america yeah
2: in america and i know from from my personal experience parts of like london and stuff like that a lot of people in my generation and the younger generation i don't know about the like the generation above me but i know that my generation and younger generation they have like this stigma going on where it's just like <sighs> certain vagina like there's a pretty vagina and an ugly vagina so like they what think what is pretty, an
0: ugly vagina? What what do they say in ugly vagina? They're
2: talking about enlarge, enlarged labias. And like, I know they think that oh, darker... Oh, really? Yeah, enlarged labias in, in and some darker,
0: el, Well, a lot of parts of uh, Africa, really, the, the larger the, the clitoris or whatever, the labia, the more attractive that pussy is perceived, really.
2: <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware.
0: And Um, they actually go as far as believing that it has uh, some superior, something superior about it. And it's, yeah, like it can. we got,
2: all right, so don't get it twisted. There's a difference between like what people perceive as large labias. Like some people think when I say, when we say large labia, they're talking about like uh, fat pussies. We're not talking Mm -hmm. about fat pussies. A fat pussy, like a thick, thick vaginas are attractive to people. They're talking about extended labias, like it hangs out like flat. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what they're talking about. That's unattractive to a lot of men. They think it's extra. Yeah, but that's... Well, and women what get I'm that. Women go is, out wait, get, uh, like,
0: from where I come from, <laughs> that is, like, the holy grail. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, I
1: understand.
0: You know, it's uh, in a lot of cultures yeah, in it Africa. Like a, it looks
2: like a flower. It's
0: yeah, a flower. It, it's like... Yeah, I'm it's Yeah, and they believe that... Uh, you know the the larger the the clays, the more. Some of them even believe that it wraps around the um, mm-hmm. the penis, mm-hmm. or it I'm makes the pussy tighter because obviously you gotta navigate the dick yeah. uh, around all that. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it's but I'm
2: telling you about how how the generation is on the west,
0: in the, and yeah, in,
2: and in my experience with some of the people in Europe, they this is how they talk. Mm. They, you know, they they act like they're unattracted to enlarged labia's and clitorises and stuff like that. Because and then when they talk about dark skin vaginas, they think it's unattractive because they call they consider this is their term that they use. They call it roast beef. That's a thing you can look it up too.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: Just mainly that, this is, this based
0: is, on is, like is, the color of the vagina.
2: Yeah, and the uh, you know the fact that it's long and elongated, it kind of it's it's meaty looking and stuff like that. So their attraction is to. Like really, really small lips, really, really small clitoris, kind of like, like it looks like a small slit kind of between her legs. Like it looks and like a
0: little bin just there. Yeah, like a.
2: And, and my, personal, my personal opinion, I think that comes from a. a I think that personally comes from a, a hidden level of pedophilia. I think they like looking at.
1: Yeah, I took it there. I definitely took
2: it there. I said it. I don't care. I think that that's where that comes from. I think that comes from a level of pedophilia, or a level, or a level of childishness in itself. But for the extreme thought, I think that comes from a level of pedophilia. You just think women are just walking around with the vagina of a baby, like it's just weird. I think it is. Like just same, it's the same when white men are attracted to women with really small body parts, and it's just like I think you're weird because that's weird.
0: You know the funny thing is, like when you mention stuff like that, you know this is the part of <laughs> that's the way I start to talk about my own vagina. <laughs> yeah, like now you know,
2: <laughs> you, know yeah, you gotta bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> you like so speaking of vaginas, mine,
1: right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> basically, you know some vaginas will have um, like everything all tucked in. Right, where to actually see that? Actually, she has clits, You'd have to mm-hmm. open it up, and right,
2: right, I understand that.
0: Yeah, almost. Oh, I, I, I hate to explain it like that. Like almost an immature. Like it's not Verdana. a.
2: Yeah. It's a kid's vagina. Yeah. You could, okay. you could, you could, you, um, you yeah, I'm glad know. that you
0: said that not me. <laughs> all right, we know,
2: we know uh, people have kids and yeah. stuff like that. See, and then you know, so i take care of kids.
0: Like I personally grew up in a society where, especially from the tribe that I come from in, in Africa and Botswana, you know, mm-hmm. there's uh, a whole hype about the women from my tribe and people believe that we all have this large place, you know, going all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> And people believe that, oh my God, once you fuck a woman from this tribe, you're fucked, you know, you're never going back because their vaginas are so special. They're like all flowery and all dangling and all sorts. They, they have a, <laughs> <dangling>. <laughs> they have some supreme power. Like you don't fuck with those, you know, do you know what I mean? So they're right. like, um, a, a, a sought out thing. I don't know how best to put it, but then you look at your own and you're thinking, "Wait a minute did i Did mine graduate from <laughs> childhood at <Right>. all? <laughs>
1: like, right. is,
0: is it still going to grow?
2: <laughs> mine is wrong. You gotta go get that fixed. Go back, <laughs> go back to the village and fix you.
0: Exactly, because I think you know, uh, like traditionally. Even from my tribe, they had uh, certain things that they used to do, like from childhood, they would actually pull it, Mm. like keep pulling it bit by bit uh, until it gets to a point where you're a woman and now it's larger because it's just been trained to be larger, to be bigger. So, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's interesting how like uh, that sort of vagina where it looks small and, you know, I hate to use the word neat, you know, can be attractive <laughs> <laughs> in certain parts of the world, especially in the worst. Uh, but the ones that are actually considered um ugly in some ways are <laughs> In
2: my tribe in my tribe we call them the lotus of life.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. It makes yeah. a lot of sense to me. But yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm intrigued by Learning now that apparently you know uh, a a pussy can be too dark to be pretty. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that I think is because for me, like when I want to see like a darker pussy, even on in porn, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like much darker than my own. Obviously, I I just I don't know. I see it as really beautiful. I I see that Mm -hmm. as a tan on like. It it looks more original. Like this mm-hmm. is the original pussy.
2: Just 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 chocolate, just waiting.
0: It's yeah. It's like, you know, it's just looking at you like don't fuck with me.
2: <laughs> You're not <laughs> like, ready for this. I'm just looking yeah, at you, like, don't like, touch this. You can't touch this. What's like,
0: boy, you? this ain't his neck. <laughs> 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 you better and be angry. <laughs> we have a lot
2: of in America we have a lot of uh self the hidden self hate. They don't realise. Obviously, they don't realize it because it's it's been infused in them. But they, it has nothing to do with the vagina; it has to do with the mentality of the of the male species and the female species on this, in our in our culture out here in America, where they just really, really dark skin was dark skin is ugly
1: mm.
2: to people out here. So, like, they're just not. We're just not. We just entered the sun cycle in the year 2000. So now, black people are kind of waking up in the in these areas of the European controlled world, and mm. they're starting to realize that they. What they come from is what's beautiful. So the brown skins in general are beautiful. So and they're starting to learn that slowly. But then we still, obviously, we still have those lingering factors. just think it's, it's, where it's, people it's just quite think,
0: sad, like what you said earlier, that, you know, I, I'm just imagining now that there, there could be loads of uh, young black girls out there who are actually using, you know, this bleaching stuff on their vaginas
1: mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. to be
0: sexually accepted. And that is so dangerous. I mean, it's that's, dangerous yeah, enough on up. just... On the rest of the skin, but that's on the vagina in too,
1: they do that
2: in Africa.
0: Yeah, a lot. You know, it's that's scary. It, yeah, <laughs> like that's they, scary. I think because uh, religion, especially, has not helped us much in Africa because it portrayed God as a white person. So mm-hmm. we basically worship whatever is, you know, white.
2: Whatever we consider God.
0: Yeah. So because we see,
2: a lot of Africans let go of their original. Uh, uh, religious beliefs, beliefs in, to follow yeah. the ones that of the conquerors.
0: Yeah, and you know, we're so hung up on those so much that we would not even uh, mess around with trying to find out our own truth or trying to dig up our own past. No, we, we're we not interested. We just want to hold on to what we really believe because it's hard. That's what's
1: easy. It's they hard to accept easy.
0: that we've been right. fooled. We've been, they don't want do to do, yeah. do the
2: complication, they don't want to do the studies. Nobody wants to figure because, out yeah, because the truth. It they all just you, want to take what they were taught. It forces you to confront
0: to, yourself. You exactly. Know, to, and people don't want to do that. that. Nobody, nobody wants, that.
2: wants to deal with it. So you don't want to face your demons. Yeah. That's annoying. I don't got time to face my demons. No, you do. You need to stop. You <laughs> need to stop trying to... This faith thing... I, and, and this is messed up. Like I said, I, I swear, I do respect everybody's belief system because it's your life. It's your life mm. and I can't tell you what to do with it. But if I was to ask my opinion... This is a radio show and I can ask... I can, you know, I can express my opinion... You need to stop with this faith thing and stop pretending like you don't know what faith means. They need to stop with they just stop with it because they, they act like they don't understand what it's synonymous with. And if you follow, a, if you know what a synonym is, it's just a word that sound you know it's a it's a word that's similar to another word in definition. But it's the word it's it's synonymous with ignorance. You understand what I'm saying when I say mm-hmm. that? The, to be to be faithful is to believe in something without proof. That's what faith is, to believe in something and trust in something without proof. To be ignorant is literally to believe in something without proof. It's the same word. It just sounds prettier. That makes no sense. So if I walk up to you and tell you I can fly and you got the nerve to ask me to prove it, then you don't got no faith in me. But then. I, I, you think, you laughing. I literally did this to a person. I did it to a person.
0: Listen, yeah. I want you to just add um, a last word of what you would give as advice to young women trying to reconnect or whatever, establish a relationship uh, with their bodies, their vaginas, or claim their feminine power. Just what would you say to just a young girl you know, okay. who is conflicted and on that journey of trying to yeah trying to 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 embrace. learn about themselves yeah
2: all right so one study yourself physically learn like study the human anatomy understand how your vagina works internally and externally chemically biologically really learn study like pay attention to your ph balance all that stuff just be as healthy as possible eat better Track your like hydrate so your 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 urine is always clear everything like take care of your vagina because it's the most important thing on your body other than your brain and your heart and your lung you know other than those the parts that keep you alive it's a very important part of your body other part is link with other women be around women that also care about themselves because the more women that link with each other, the better the energy is and it allows you to embrace yourself better because you feel more comfortable around women that are comfortable around themselves and y'all can help each other feel comfortable and then then you develop that empowerment and then you won't feel so alone and trying to figure out and it's less awkward and it's not uncomfortable when you're trying to do it just trust yourself and believe in yourself and love yourself because you're in our and in my personal culture the women the the black woman is God so just be proud to be God because we need you here because without you there wouldn't be no us
0: Thank you so much for being on Tasso. That is very helpful. <laughs> and I'm sure my listeners are going to enjoy this. Um, yeah, I'll be talking to you very soon again on more episodes. Okay. <laughs> and I appreciate mm-hmm. your contribution to Tasso. Awesome. You have got to admit that that was fun. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this episode and I hope that you guys did too. You've been listening to Tasso, and I'm Lorraine Lionheart. So please don't forget to come back again and support your girl. And taste my melons, if you know what I mean. Marata, always, I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. The next episode (laughs) and the next topic is insane and I'm so excited. I can't wait to get started. Remember, if you want to contribute to Tasso or if you want to have a chat with me, just like everybody everybody else who is uh, chatting to me on this show... You can do that quite easily. Just email me at tasa.podcast at gmail.com. And hey, let's get talking about sex and sexuality in the black community. I love you guys. Thank you so much for the support and see you soon. Mwah. They can make
1: you happy I drive you crazy.